Hey guys, and welcome to my fourth podcast, and today I'm going to be reading part four of The Times, and this is my last part, so I hope you're excited to see the end of the story. She had gone through palaces and deserts and tombs, but this was just absurd. What? she asked incredulously. That one. He pointed to a particularly large and vicious-looking T-Rex. Great, she said sarcastically. Well, at least it's close. They planned to tackle it with precision. Anderhill would distract it as Addie climbed up its back. Anderhill would then get on top of it with Addie's help. As they neared the huge beast, Addie's heart almost stopped as it turned its giant bronze eye towards them and roared with extreme ferocity. She darted to the side and began scaling its giant tail. She had taken rock climbing lessons when she was younger but this was nothing like that. She never remembered how she was able to scramble up the T-Rex's tail, but she eventually did. Her hands didn't slip, and she was able to stand up on top, where the metal disc was. Over the dinosaur's head, she could see Anderhill struggling to keep the T-Rex's teeth away from his face, while also trying to dart over to where Addie was, reaching her hand over the side. The huge creature gave a sudden shake, attempting to shake Addie off like a fly. She fell, thumping down on the spongy ground. She tried her best to stifle a cry, but the T-Rex turned to her anyway. Injured prey was always easier than prey that ran around, avoiding death. She felt like she had broken something, maybe a rib. It hurt intensely. Anderhill, she yelled in a panic. The dinosaur was closing, slowly closing in on her, about to eat her for a tasty snack. Anderhill ran towards her, dodging, dodging sharp teeth. He scooped her up in his arms and climbed up on the scaly tail of the T-Rex. His shoes were perfect for this, and he scaled the back of the huge creature flawlessly. Addie cried out as she was bumped around on the back of the enormous beast. Quickly, Anderhill yelled, laying her down on the back of the dinosaur and beginning to fidget with the machine. The dinosaur gave a particularly hard shake, and Addie had to fight extremely hard to stay on. Anderhill, however, almost fell off. He was hanging by a hand, and the next shake knocked him off. Do it, he yelled from below. Flick the switch. I will get back. I will find you again. No, she yelled, tears springing to her eyes. I won't leave you behind. Quickly, was all he said. She had no choice. She was slipping too. Neither she would go home, or neither of them would. Addie slowly flicked the switch, and the familiar feeling of stretching and pulling and the sight of time travel overwhelmed her senses. She appeared back in the shop. The metal disc was in front of her, and it was burned out but there was no sign of Anderhill. She returned to her mother and father, and though she was very shaken up from what happened, she didn't say anything. Weeks passed, and she cried a few times for Anderhill, because she was certain she would never see him again. Then one day, she was sleeping the floor of the house and trying to convince herself it was just a dream, although she still had a few scratches from the Cretaceous. Then there was a knock on the door, and she answered it, because her mother was in the shower, and she didn't have any siblings to ask to open the door. She opened the door and gasped in surprise. It was Anderhill. She was ecstatic and threw her arms around the old man. He was surprised at first, but happy to see her, of course. She backed up. He looked significantly older. What happened? she asked. It took me a long time to get back here. Not just a few weeks it was for you, he said gravely. But better me age than you. I'm almost a million years old. Forty more years won't do it for me yet. Addie nodded silently. I came back because you need to take over for me. As I said, I am aging. 
but my work needs to be carried on. Will you learn what it is to be a timekeeper and assist me in my work until I die? You would then take over and take an apprentice of your own one day. She was shocked. She had missed the adventure of time travel for the past couple of weeks, and she couldn't imagine how it would be to do it for her entire life. Why me, though? She still had her doubts. You are cool under pressure, you have morals, and you meet all of the other qualifications of a timekeeper, he said. What are those? She asked. You'll find out in time. What do you say? He held out his hand to shake. She shook it. I say, sounds like fun. When do we start? Right now. He walked out of the doorway, and Addie followed, excited for the adventures to come. So I hope you enjoyed my short story, The Times. And next podcast, I'll be coming out with a different story. So I hope you enjoy that as well. And I'll see you in the next podcast. Bye.